Hello, guys. Let's dive right on into this one. You know how we do. This is OG Goat, and it's about to go down. This episode here is on the homeless and homelessness across this country, especially in New York City, where I live. Now, we all know this topic all too well, but today I want to address some issues about homelessness, which is being avoided. Now, homelessness has been around for as long as I can remember and will probably always be around to some degree. However, the issue is how we as a nation treat the homeless. That's what the issue is. Coalition for the Homeless, DHS, Department of Homeless Services, they talk about this and they break it down along with a lot of other companies I'm bringing to you tonight. So sit back. You're in for a real serious ride on this one. I'm going to leave links to everything we go over and uh, all the facts in this case, because you know we like to have the facts. I know you like to have the facts. So the links to the facts and reputable websites where all this information came from will be listed. So make sure you check out the facts. Um, over the years, past couple years mainly, I've been thinking between the pandemic and the migrant situation and the already ongoing, you know, minimum wage and the whole the whole nine yards, everything. And I'm looking and I'm trying to figure out how you're bussing in, and I think the number is somewhere between, I'm getting numbers between 95 and 120,000 migrants to a city that, you know, already has, um, I think New York has uh, 30, 40, maybe 60, 70,000 homeless people already between kids, adults, and single adults as of August 2023. I mean, come on, guys. This is this is found also on the Coalition for the Homeless. Uh, you go to their website. Uh, once again, I'm leaving links here. And the numbers is astronomical. It's going crazy over the past 30, 40 years. It's, it's like six times the amount since the mid-80s, you know, and it seems like back in the 70s, we was doing fairly okay, not to say there was no homeless, because I think there will always be some form of homelessness, but, you know, it was nowhere what we're dealing with today. So how, tell me just how you bus in 120 migrants when you have 40,000, 50,000 homeless people already on the street. Now, listen, if you're going to put the migrants in hotels and immediately come up with a solution to give them a job, I have no problem with that. My problem is, is what about the homeless people that have been here already? There's people that holding vouchers for years, this phony, fake, in some cases. Some people go through, some people don't, but the majority of them do not these Section 8 vouchers. 
Have you ever tried looking for a Section 8 apartment or apartment building or some sort of housing that accepts a Section 8? I have for friends of mine. And let me tell you something. It is difficult. It's almost impossible. Nobody accepts them. It's like a fake document. It's like a phony $3 bill. <laughs> and that's, and you got people running for it and, and killing themselves over this. And it's worthless. It's actually counterfeit, if you really want to be the, <laughs> be frank about it. It's counterfeit. It's fake. It's, it's, it's not worth the paper it's written on, basically. And... You know, it's sad that you're playing with these people's lives. This is not a joke. This is you got children and adults. You got people's lives at stake, and you're playing with them. You're sending a hundred and thirteen billion dollars to another country to help them fight a war in another country, when you have veterans that's been fighting for this country for years that are homeless. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't make sense. You have, you have what, maybe 40,000 homeless veterans throughout the United States? There's no reason a veteran of the United States should be homeless. And it's like a slap in the face to take money and send it to another country when the people that fought for this country are sitting and sleeping on cardboard boxes and under the subway and all kind of nonsense. Something is wrong with this picture and nobody's talking about it. Something is very wrong. So this episode, guys, I want to bring this stuff to light because I think there's some things that uh, just need to be said. And if you look at the math, it's, it's, it's just astronomical. It just doesn't make sense. It's crazy, and it, you know, I guess, like the old saying goes, if you can't dazzle them with brilliance, baffle them with BS, and that's pretty much what they're doing because this is nothing but BS that they're throwing around. It doesn't make sense. The numbers don't don't add up. You got forty thousand, fifty thousand homeless people in New York City, and you're bussing in a hundred and twenty thousand migrants. Okay, you're putting them in hotels and then immediately your solution is let them work. Let them work. But what about the 40,000 that was already here? Okay, let's say there's a percentage of the 40,000 that are disabled or mentally ill. According to the uh, Coalition for the Homeless, there's, you know, maybe 40%, 50% of them have some sort of mental illness. Okay, you still have another 20,000 people families that are willing and able to work okay so they should have gotten priority for these jobs not saying you don't give the migrants a place to stay everybody needs a place to stay but i'm just saying they live here they've been here they have seniority okay let them get their housing and if you want to give housing to someone else take care of your house first you can't go sweep the neighbor's backyard when you got trash in yours. I don't understand. How is that possible? You know, we need to concentrate on our own backyard and clean that up before we start 
bringing in and trying to help everybody else. Something is wrong with that picture. The numbers don't add up. $113 billion to another country when you got 200,000 homeless people here in this country? You could do a lot for for the homeless people in this country with two hundred and something thousand dollars, two hundred. I'm sorry, with a uh, hundred and thirteen billion dollars, you could do a lot for these people over the course of ten, fifteen years. But we're doing nothing. Okay, we just solved half the problem right here tonight by immediately dividing the homeless between the mentally and physically disabled and the ones that are willing and able to work. Okay, boom. Now you got half of the amount of homeless people that you had because you just put all the ones that are willing and able to work to work. You gave them a a, a job that they were able to sustain, and according to the government, will run... Somewhere around fifty thousand dollars, but minimum wage don't meet doesn't meet fifty thousand dollars. What part of the game is that? Minimum wage doesn't meet fifty thousand dollars, but you got on your website it says it on Forbes. I got links to it that say that the average cost of living is fifty thousand dollars, and your minimum wage is thirty thirty thousand. Come on now, come come on. This is, you know, I mean, what are we doing here? What? Are, what are we doing? What do you expect the outcome to be for this? And then you're worrying, then you're going to do a news program on, oh, there's more and more homeless. Of course there's more and more homeless because there's no place for them to go. The cost of living is increasing, but your salary is not increasing with the cost of living. So it appears that your salary is getting less and less and less. Even though you got small increments of, you know, your little raises for minimum wage of $7 to $8 or whatever, but that's like comparing the tortoise and the hare. You know what I mean? Both of them are making progress, but at different rates, you know, and the cost of living is is moving a lot faster than the amount that we're getting as raises in our checks to live. Whether you're making minimum wage or you're making more than minimum wage, it's just not, you know, it's just not following suit. So I also want to talk about here how you have money that is given to these construction companies and this money that's given to construction companies to build this affordable housing and you take this money and nothing's being done. Why look for housing or places to build affordable housing in areas where people are going to dispute it? Why? Why not just fix up the neighborhoods in which they live and make those neighborhoods better? Eliminate the entire concept of the ghetto, the slum. You know what I mean? Make these neighborhoods clean. Build nice houses, affordable housing, right where they live. 
right where they live, tear down those rat-infested uh, uh, housing and, and dilapidated buildings that's been there and, and vacant and abandoned buildings that's been there. I could ride through so many neighborhoods in New York City and see buildings that could be torn down and nice buildings that could be built up. We don't have to live next door to, you know, millionaires. No, we don't have to live next door to the 1%, as they say, or we don't have to live next door to the people making 200 and something thousand dollars. No, we don't have to. We're quite well in our own community. Just give us affordable, clean housing. You know, we, we're not building this stuff. Put Walmart in the neighborhood. We're definitely going to be there. Put a Macy's or whatever stores that, you know, these communities like to shop at. Bring them to the neighborhood. We're going to work there anyway. Bring them to the neighborhood and fix the housing. It's not that complicated, but instead, you rather play a game. You're using the people as pawns. It's nasty. It's disgusting. It's sad. And, you know, it's hurtful. As for the migrants, you know what I mean? If you escape the poor uh, form of living and you made it to the United States, well, you know, more power to you. But just understand that we have people here we also need to take care, you know, and this government is about playing games right now, you know what I mean? And uh, so we have to nip this in the bud. I don't know who said or who thought it was a great idea to bring more people in. And you already got 40,000, as I said early, 40,000 homeless people in New York. So now you're bringing 113,000 migrants in. Okay, let me ask you a question. You put them in five-star hotels and you immediately say, let them work, give them a paper so they can work. But are they classified as homeless? Of course they are. They're homeless because their temporary, their living situation is only temporary. The problem is, is how fast their situation is escalating in comparison to people that have already been here that's been waiting three years for a Section 8 voucher, that's been living in homeless shelters for three, four, five, and six years. This is the problem. What about these people? What about the residents that live here now? So, listen, guys, I got a real, real breakdown of the video. I'm not exposing anything. I'm not saying anything that's not already out there. These people are telling on themselves. And I'd like to thank PBS.org for bringing this out and to do this whole episode. This was a great episode. It enlightened me to a lot of things that I didn't know about. And let me tell you, it's going to enlighten you. You must watch it. Click on the bottom link on this episode here and get busy. This is your pod host, OG Goat, and we're signing out.